Good morning, all, <clears throat> and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everybody. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the week gone by. We thank you for the restful weekend. We thank you for your teaching us. On our Friday Bible study, week on week, every week, Father, you pour out new wisdom, new revelation, and new understanding into our hearts. Every single day when we press into your word as well, you reveal more and more of yourself to you. And today, that is what we will explore even in our relationship. Your love for you, Father, we ask of you to pour that love into each of these hearts. So that when that revelation settles in, when it becomes flesh and dwells within us, then we know that our Christian experience becomes so much more stronger. That is what decides what the extent or the measure of our faith will be, depending on the amount of trust we put in you. And that depends on us knowing who you are. We thank you, Lord, that you bless us with your peace and your joy when we come to you. And we come only when you draw us near to you, Father. Unless you draw us, we cannot come. We limit ourselves to our flesh. We only see, feel, and experience and hear in the flesh. We ask of you this day to open all our senses of reception in the spirit. Grant us that grace of discernment, Father. To experience all that you will show us. All that you speak to us. And all that you want us to know about you. And we share your peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians that do not yet personally know you and all those that do not want to know you, Father. Draw them towards you and let your light penetrate through all darkness that the truth be revealed and that truth set them free. In the name of Jesus. And with that confidence, Father, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator. We make our prayer in your name, our Father. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord who has loved us with an everlasting love, the maker of all things, who is able to make every grace abound towards us. That when he is our shepherd, we shall lack nothing. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the one who gave of his everything for us, our rock on which we build our Christian experience. The Lord who heals, the word himself, our spiritual manna who came straight down from heaven and continues to come to us, feeding us with that manna every single day until we step into the promised land. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victories. The Holy Spirit who created everything that exists in creation at the spoken word of the Father. He who has now made his tabernacle within our bodies. And it is so important for us to understand the value of what that means. That God himself, the greatest force in the universe, the creator, resides within us. And gives life to our mortal body, quickens us in all our weakness and raises us up in accordance with the will of the Father, that we shall not be left down forever, we shall not be the tail, but be the head. 
we shall always rise up and stand in victory. That victory which has already been won by the blood of Jesus on the cross. And all we need to do is understand its meaning and claim it for our Christian experience in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer. You have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift we need and as well as with every physical provision. We thank you and we ask you, Lord, for wisdom. For you said, let him who lacks ask. And we ask of that wisdom this day. A knowledge of what your word says to us about particular circumstances concerning ourselves, our families, our children. The understanding of it, Lord, and the wisdom to apply it in our lives to see results. All for your glory, Father. We thank you, Lord. And cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make this day, as well as every person that is part of this meeting and every member of every family of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We declare that as our hedge of protection in the spirit. I draw a bloodline around each of these, Lord, by your blood that has won all victories, that blood which the enemy fears. And any spirit of wickedness that comes against any of these, your beloved, let them be judged by the fire of heaven in the name of Jesus. Let it be so. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will, Lord. And it is your will that we should live and live good lives. Jesus said that he came that we might have abundance. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption for these, your beloved Father, in the name of Jesus. I command that angelic protection in the mighty, unmatched, and most powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we declare your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And bearing that in mind, we declare, we command our mornings. I would like each of you to command your morning, your day, your week ahead. Speak the plan, the promise of God the Father from the word into your life. Speak those scriptures that are relevant to you. Speak them and declare a performance of that word. Just as Luke one forty five says, blessed are they that believe. He said it about Mary. But you can claim it for yourselves. He said, blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of that which was told to her by God. What is told to you is the word. His promise which shall not pass though heaven and earth shall pass. Declare. Do not remain silent. We declare, Lord, that it shall not return empty to us, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Sister Shanine has done a powerful session yesterday morning in Morning's Encounter 
on the words, the power in your words there, the word of God. If you have not listened to that, I'd recommend listening to it, but start putting it into practice. Don't just listen to it and let it end there. That's where it should start. Today's topic is know that you are the beloved of God. And this will be a two-part series today and tomorrow. This is a revelation we must all know in our hearts and remember at all times. Like I said, it defines our Christian experience and that decides or determines our faith. We must remember that we who operate in faith. Now, why faith? Because Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But when you please him, then all his attention, his focus is on you. So we who operate in faith are the beloved of God. Let's touch upon this further to see what the Bible says about it. And I would encourage you to pay close attention because this is also related to the next topic we will do later in the week. This is like a foundational topic for it. In Jeremiah 31 verse 3, the Lord said to Israel, his people. Now who are his people? The ones he justified because of their faith. He calls them his people. When you look at that in our circumstance, that involves you as well. When you have given your life to Christ. So in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, he said, I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love. Underlining the words everlasting love. With unfailing love, I have drawn you to myself. There are numerous scriptures which speak about his love. But I would just pick up the five takeaways that uh, we have noted out of it. Because it would be a very long topic to cover in our morning session. So I'm just going to quickly pick a few key things and then we summarize those. So some of those revelations that we must live by. Uh, the first one is, his love is everlasting, as we have seen in this verse above. It is not here today, and I'll think about it tomorrow. It is not only for good times, and then see you later when you're in trouble. I don't know you. It is not depending on season, or starts in January and ends in December. It is everlasting, unending. That is the kind of love that he has. The second one, while being unending, it is unchangeable. No matter what you do, you cannot change that love that he has for you into hate. Romans 8 verse 38 and 39 says that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons. Now see, that is wickedness coming in there. Neither your good deeds nor your bad deeds can change anything for you. And in another place, the Bible says he is no respecter of men. So it's not that he has any favorites and you are not sitting on that list. Neither are fears for today nor are worries for tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. That's a very powerful verse. Romans 8, 38 and 39. Look at it and always remember that every single day. 
No force in existence can change that love that he has for you. But what are we often hearing when we don't know about this? What you hear in your ears is, you have made a mistake. God will not forgive you. And when you hear that, it is the devil accusing you to make you feel guilty. So that you turn away from God and do not go to him. In the times when we become weak and vulnerable and are succumbing to mistakes. What you really need to remember there, remember Jesus always fought by saying it is written. You can also fight because what is written about you there in that fallen state is when you repent and turn to him. Romans 8 verse 1 says, when you are in Christ, there is no condemnation for you. All you need to do is repent and go to him. Be in Christ. Accept our mistakes. There is no condemnation for those that come through that path. Unchangeable love. Number three, he calls us his children. And as a father, when you reflect on what a father means, he is a provider, he is a protector, and he is a teacher. 1 John 3 verse 1 says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. You can reflect further on those words, what manner of love, meaning to what extent is he willing to go, to provide, to protect, to teach, to raise up. You will find so many scriptures on that. Number four, what kind of love is it? We see it in John 3 verse 16, which says, For God so loved the world. So just now in the previous one, we looked at in John 1 John 3, 1, what manner of love. And here it says, For God loved the world in that manner of love that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. By believing in him, God's love provides a way to secure our lives. So again, his love has no limits. Number five, what kind of love does he have for us? A jealous love. There are numerous scriptures that demonstrate his love in many ways. He calls us his servants, his children, that is his sons and daughters. He calls us his bride. Jesus, the bridegroom. He calls us his subjects, being a king. Now you see there in the king is not just governing, protecting. Ensuring that when you are within that boundaries of the kingdom, you have a good life. I came that you might have abundance. John 10.10 10 is what he said about it. And when he calls you his bride, then that is the jealousy of that husband, that bridegroom. That takes over. All those that are in a marriage right now and in that relationship will know what this means. The jealous love that you will not let them see, you will not let them be harmed in any way. And he demonstrated it. He gave his own life for his bride on the cross. When his bride made a mistake, he said, I will pay the price with my life. Jealous love, 
of that father, that master, that king, that bridegroom. So what kind of love is it? It is a love whereby he will go to any extent to protect. See what he says in Genesis 12 verse 3. When he made a covenant with Abraham. He said, you are my chosen one. He said, I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse them. This is God saying, I will, not saying, I will first check whether you were right or wrong. He didn't say that anywhere. The, the covenant is Genesis 12 verse 1 to 3. There is nothing in the condition there. Unilateral covenant, one-sided, no ifs and buts, no checking. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. He promised this to Abraham and to all his descendants in faith. There is nothing that he will not do for you. We shall stop here and continue on our second part tomorrow. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we reflect on this today and tomorrow, throughout these days, Lord, let your love be revealed. When we press into your word, you make those scriptures come alive that show us to what extent your immeasurable, your limitless love goes. There are numerous such examples in the Bible. We see his favor rest upon his people. We see his mercy come down upon them. Look at the entire book of Judges. Let your love be made known to your people, Lord. And let that become the experience that we live by. So that the more we draw near to you, the more you draw near to us. And the more you reveal yourself to us, Lord, the stronger does our faith get. And that is then reflected in our declaration when we declare based on your word. There must be a performance of what is told to us. Luke one forty-five. This we believe, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus and we ask for that edification. In each of us today, let that shape our faith, our Christian experience in our entire lives, let it be wrapped around that relationship, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray also for all those families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation. We pray in a special way for all children in each of our families, Lord. We declare divine protection. Cover them by your precious blood, Lord. We ask for your spirit to anoint their lives. We claim every single child in your name, Jesus. We bring them through the Red Sea of your blood, into your kingdom. That every force of wickedness that chases them be stripped away as they pass through on dry ground. Not only stripped away, be arrested and destroyed. That when they are washed and brought through, Father, there is freedom, there is abundance, most importantly, 
you pour out your spirit on each of them. The heavens above them are opened. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, that of not knowing you. Strongholds of poverty, of busyness, of any kind of addiction and mental disorders, compulsive behaviors. We surrender each of these, Lord, that we now remember in our prayers and we bring them to you, Father. We ask for your anointing to touch each of those lives so that when we declare it in the name of Jesus, let every such chain be broken now. Let it be for your glory, Father. We pray also for all our personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. As we bring them to you, Father, we declare freedom. We declare those salvations. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That you have always heard us. And when we release our faith, making this our prayer of agreement together with each other and with your Holy Spirit who prays on our behalf, who knows where those gaps in our prayers are and he fills them. He prays with deep sighs and groans. This is what your word tells us. But he fills those gaps and he makes that prayer complete. Father, we believe in our hearts that whatever we have raised as our prayer request here at this altar is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. And together we release our faith now as we make our prayer in the spirit using the gift of tongues. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in in this prayer. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make a prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ananda Rasta Parasata Rajada Rasta 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 Rasta
so da bala raja la randa raja la Barasa <laughs> I am Jaros Kamprahan and Nila Rosata Batikete. Hamakisa Toros in Chatamastabaya. Ananda Raskapata, Kaderoso Torokuya Jata, Rabala Jala, Shabaila <laughs> Rasta <laughs> <laughs> 
Him who honors you, you will honor them. But they who curse you, you will curse them. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your provision. We claim it for each of these, your beloved, in the name of Jesus. Amen. The words that were put on my heart this morning as we were praying. My love for each of you is burning and everlasting. Come, abide in my love. The scripture I've been given is from Galatians 4, 7. So through God, you are no longer a slave, but a son and daughter. And if a son and daughter, then an heir. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Romans chapter 5, verses 6 to 8, quoted from the NIV, where it is written. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a second scripture as well that has been posted in the chat. This is again quoted from the NIV. It's taken from Isaiah 41 verse 10. It seems to be like a continuation of the previous one. which says, so do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. 
I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's powerful spirit-filled reflections that he shares on our Telegram group and our social media channels as well, please share those with your friends and family and bless them. Do not forget to speak, to declare, to command your mornings every day. Let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealousy, jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day. So that as we are blessed, let us live our testimony, boldly going out, proclaiming what Jesus has done for us. All for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. You. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, brother.